Hey guys, this is Liz Cambage. This is Nikki Collins. What up, guys? This is Esther Hey, this is Imani Lee Stafford. Hey, this is Jordan Canada. This is Asia Wilson. Welcome to the WNBA Nation. Welcome back to our second to last 2022 team preview episode. Logan and I again together for this episode where we will be discussing the Atlanta dream. Logan, how are we feeling about talking about the dream? Tired, Kyle. I feel <laughs> We've done a lot of these. The no, not even because of that. I'm energized oh. this late at night. <laughs> I, I just, I look at the last dream season and I look at the current roster and I just want to get this bias out of the way now because if you're a dream fan and you're excited about the season, I think that's great. I am having a hard time catching the vision of what Atlanta has in store this season. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't excite me the way other teams and their offseason moves have excited me. So mm. I will try to be as positive as I can be during this episode so that we have a good back and forth. But right. don't let me down, Atlanta. You freaking go out and get some wins because otherwise, <laughs> like the, the, you know, the fun over expectation chart that we're going to do some stuff with, I'm yes. sure again this year. My expectations for Atlanta are so low that they could almost not help but go up on that chart. Like, oh, they're, they're actually, they're doing some stuff. They're pretty fun. Maybe they're not winning, but they're fun. Cause right now they're like, I, I don't know how to expect like really fun things from them just based purely on how last year left us feeling. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with you. We've got the Atlanta Dream who finished the season last year at 8 and 24. Um, quite a ways out of, they finished four games out of playoff contention. Um, and just did not do well. They only won four games at home, four games on the road. Just overall really, really struggled from start to finish. Well, not even, actually that's a lie. They did start out four and two on the season. Um, which means that they went that inst- after starting out four and two, they finished the rest of the season four and 22 after that start. So that's not good. Um, but Logan, Atlanta coming in at the 11th seed, we have to rem- remember Atlanta is not that far removed from being a number two seed just a couple seasons ago. Yeah. Back in, what was it? Back in 2018? 2018, oh, the Atlanta a, Dream were the number so two wild. seed. They were the number two seed in 2018. And now, you know, they've, they've fallen pretty dramatically. Now, to be fair, Atlanta has had a rough go, not just on the court, but off the court as well. Uh, and, you know, just there's, there's a lot. I think that this is hopefully the first step in kind of a new era, Atlanta dream. I think that they're, uh, hopefully rejuvenated. I think they hopefully have a vision and are, they kind of started at ground zeros because even though they, they came in at the 11 seed, we saw a lot of, um, I want to say off court issues, but some of those off court issues ended up coming, you know, and bleeding a little bit onto the court as well. I think so, at that point they're just issues. They were, they they're just, just issues. issues that we just had some issues and hopefully some of that has been remedied. Um, but overall, Logan, 2021 Atlanta, you kind of already gave your feelings. It kind of, 
is even though technically speaking they didn't finish last, there really is nowhere else to go but up for this Atlanta Dream roster. So they've got head coach Tanisha Wright, uh, a couple of uh, assistant coaches also coming in, Christy Sides, Paul Goris, and Barbara Turner, um, all as well there in Atlanta. So kind of a new co- new coaching staff coming in. They re-signed a couple players, but they've also brought in some exciting players as well um, through free agency trades and the draft. Logan, as you take a look at the Atlanta Dream roster as it stands right now, which is actually at 12, so technically speaking, we're good to go. This will be the roster. Um, I guess, theoretically, they could still cut somebody, but they don't have to um, unless there's a, unless there's a, um, you know, uh, salary cap issue. But as you look at this roster right now, um, you got some newcomers coming into, into the fold, but who stands out to you? Cause let, let's not just talk about newcomers who stands out to you just period on this Atlanta dream roster. Um, I really like Tiffany Hayes and I think Atlanta is going to like, obviously really like Tiffany Hayes being on this <laughs> team. Um, uh, and Erica Wheeler from LA is the other big pickup that, that obviously makes a lot of sense. She was uh, the Sparks big acquisition not too long ago from Indiana. Um, she is, she can get buckets and Lord knows this team needs it. I said I would be positive about this team. Here is one thing I do want to give them. They started last season hot, I think because they a little bit wanted to win for the sake of their team and their new coach because they lost friend of the show, Nikki Collin to the Baylor job right before the season. Right. Um, which is pretty devastating to go into a WNBA season with a coach that has not prepared to be the leader out there for a full regular season. And then by halfway through the season, I think it became pretty obvious when the team sort of gave up, um, which isn't ever anything you want to see as a fan, but I think it does explain the really awful, like 11 game losing streak. And then like, the only two games they won after the midpoint of the season were, uh, a Dallas game where neither team scored 70 and a game against the fever because the fever, um, they really just were checked out. I think a lot of the, the rest of the year mm-hmm. and it, in, in obviously in one sense, that's bad because it means mentally they weren't in it, but it's also good because it means they're more talented than what we saw. It's yes. more, they're more than what they showed us last year. And especially if you get someone like Erica Wheeler in the locker room, and and hopefully another year. I mean, I mean, we didn't get a lot of Ari McDonald last year, but I think as she continues to improve and become a real mover in the WNBA and not just a, I don't think she was ever a timid rookie, but you know, like you come into as the league as a rookie, it's not your team. It's not your place to put people in their place. I think you have some voices in that locker room now that are going to prevent the team totally bottoming out like it did last year. So you think about missing the playoffs by four games, but then you also think about how could this team have improved substantially by simply just <laughs> like staying mentally engaged in the second Connected half of last to season. the league. Yeah. And, and then there's all of a sudden there's a lot of room for improvement. And I think if they believe in the coach and what they're doing there, you could see something like that happen with this group. So I do like that. I, I do think it's fair to put some of the failures of last season on the fact that there was a lot going on that didn't, have to do with uh, X's basketball. And basketball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I think I'd that's agree. a fair uh, I'd agree with critique. you. I, I think if you're an Atlanta Dream fan, you have to take some heart in that. And that last year, 
the performances that you were seeing on the court last year wasn't reflective of the type of talent that you actually have on that roster and at least had on that roster. Now, obviously, there were some uh, pretty key departures talent-wise in players like Courtney Williams, um, players like uh, Elizabeth Williams and uh, Kennedy Carter. Like Those were some big names that you know, that left the dream roster. And so you're left to piece together what else you, what else you have. Now, if Atlanta wanted to play small ball and up tempo, they actually could do some pretty good damage this year. They have one of the deepest backcourts that I've seen in, in the history of us covering this league. Tiffany Hayes, obviously, uh, you brought up, and and she's kind of a face of that franchise. She's been with Atlanta for, I don't know, almost a decade now. Ari McDonald, also a fun, exciting uh, guard out of Arizona. Um, you know, a lot of people kind of really were introduced to her coming into that Final Four run uh, that she made at Arizona, and I think that we hopefully can see a little bit more out of her moving forward. You mentioned Erica Wheeler at the guard position coming in. She's got a lot of speed. Um, Ryan Howard, the current number one draft pick from just this season uh, that Atlanta obviously believes is going to come in and make a major difference. They traded up to get her from third to first, uh, hoping that she's going to be that you know, that big step forward for them. Yeah, she so, she but, might be the first number one pick we've had in a couple of years that feels like a pretty obvious rookie of the year candidate. Yeah. Um, she, she easily could be that like, rookie of the year candidate. So, so Brady just, came in and got hurt. And so we were all like, what are we going to do now? And then last year's draft class didn't really have someone like that. Nobody played. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's nice to have someone like Howard who like should get minutes, should get time. And we could really see what she's got her first year. I agree. In fact, I would put really good odds on the rookie of the year coming from either Atlanta or Indiana, because I think those two teams are like, well, let's play a lot of rookies. Let's just play our rookies. You know, hopefully that's, uh, that's some of what they're thinking. So that, I mean, just look at those. If, if you're only going to play two of those players at a time, you got Erica Wheeler, uh, Ari McDonald, Ryan Howard, and Tiffany Hayes. You got, I think you got to put at least three of those four on the court at a time. I have a hard time imagining that they don't go a little bit small ball here and, and kind of have, those players on as well. Now, Kiavon's an interesting acquisition, um, you know, coming on to the Atlanta dream, uh, from, uh, Phoenix. So I think that's, that's a kind of a big one. That's, that's probably going to be, um, a role that Vaughn may not have a ton of experience with, um, as far as being like a, you know, I, I would expect her to kind of be that starter. She's been in the league for, a long time. She's been in since 2009. She's been around the league a whole bunch on a bunch of different teams, but she's got a lot of experience, which Atlanta desperately needs. And she's a big, she's kind of that one like true center. She's been backing up, uh, Brittany Griner for the last couple seasons. So her coming in, providing some veteran leadership and locking down that front court. I think she is probably the most important piece on this entire team is between, you know, between the position and the experience she's got in the league. Uh, if Kevon can, can really 
step up and be a difference maker, I think she is going to um, probably be the X factor for this Atlanta Dream roster. Um, Logan, other thoughts as you look at this roster? I have not a lot of other thoughts. I I really hope the rookies and the sophomores can come along. I think that'll be the key to at least making this team fun to follow this season. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't see them as being a threat to the playoffs. Not yet. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, I'd agree with that. In fact, speaking of, let's go ahead and just give our predictions right now as they stand for the Atlanta Dream. Uh, Logan, why don't you go ahead and tell us where you think they will be finishing? <sighs> all right, cover your ears, Dream. But you can skip skip to the end. Dream, this is all you need. Just Here's like, the thing. Right, Dream good fans, episode. they're good, self-aware. Good episode. Dream, Dream fans are self-aware. Here's the thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I did put them at eleven out of twelve on my uh, on my written power rankings going into the mm-hmm. season, uh, which we which we use to compile. You you compile them, put them on the blog wnba.com blog. You can go check it out wnbanation.com. Yeah, yeah. Or you can yeah, go yeah, to yeah. wnba.com oh, yeah. too. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright. Uh, <laughs> you're right. Um, I. I don't think it's going to take more than about two games for me to feel better about the Indiana Fever's direction than the dream this season. Mm. Um, I I don't think I've done this yet, but I think I'm picking the dream to finish last. Okay. All right. Um, how high can they finish? 12 wins. 12 you know, wins. which... 12 wins would have had you at least in a tiebreaker for a playoff spot last year. So maybe not even that. Maybe 10 wins. I think 10 wins is their ceiling this year. Okay. I could see that. I could see that. They had eight wins last season with all the off, with all the off court issues. Yeah. yeah. Um, here's the thing. I, I don't see them finishing above 11th or 12th. I really, I, I, I don't think that barring injury from some of the teams that are above uh, that finished above them last year. I don't think I can see Atlanta even really like gunning for the playoffs. I just don't see it right now. Is the potential there? Absolutely. Um, We haven't seen what Ryan Howard can do. We got a glimpse of Ari McDonald last year. We haven't seen what Erica Wheeler can do, you know, in Atlanta under a different coach, a different system. There's a lot of question marks that remain to be answered. However, I don't think, uh, I don't, I don't know if I have a lot of trust in even those answers quite yet. And so I, that's where I got to put them is see, ceiling, ceiling, 10th place. Floor probably finishing yeah. last. I've got them finishing last. Yeah. So, but just because I think momentum is important and just the vibe out of Indiana is, is, uh, feels a little bit more positive than the vibe coming out of, uh, Atlanta. So the, I may swing in Indiana above Atlanta at this point. So that's where I've got the, uh, where I've got the dream. Any last thoughts on the dream before we wrap this one up? Yeah. Logan? I, I think this is going to be an extra tough year for the teams that are trying to figure out their new identity and move forward with younger players, because typically you might be able to catch some better teams on an off night where maybe they didn't mentally prepare and they didn't lock in. I think this season there's going to be so much contention at the top of the rankings and like such little separation in the seedings 
that every game's going to matter so much to those teams, they're going to make sure that they whoop up on those those lesser teams. <laughs> um, and so it, I, I'm sure it'll still happen from time to time, but it might be harder to come by those those rare wins where you kind of punch up in the standings and steal one. All right. Well, that's all we've got for you, Atlanta Dream fans. We're we hope that we hope that Atlanta has a better I'm, season I've never than we right about anything. Ever, this, so. this felt like such a downer episode. We we don't want it to come across that way. We hope Atlanta has a better season than what we're projecting right now. But that being said, for WMB Nation, I'm Kyle Haywood. I'm Logan Jones, and we got you next time. No, I'll see you